crazy? Did I hear that? Did she just say that? Three. So you lied. I didn't lie on purpose. So you lied on accident. Two. Fess up. Fess up. Hi, everybody. Don't fast forward. This is not going to be the normal intro. We are going out with a bang for the finale of Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh my god, you guys, we have so much to talk about on this episode, but I do just want to quickly tell you guys that, um, check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. If you're not, we're doing five live shows a week now. I don't know if you guys are aware of that or not, but you really should check all of our content out. We're covering um, Bravo shows live every single Monday. We're covering uh, Scream Queens and American Horror Story live every Tuesday. Uh, Wednesdays, we cover Survivor Live. Thursdays, we are covering um, Big Brother every single Thursday with guests from Big Brother 17 until, like, February when uh, Big Brother Canada starts. So if you're not watching those, you need to... And then, of course, every single Friday, we are live doing a fan show where we talk all things reality TV. We take your questions live. We bring you up. We do all of it over on our You Now channel, yourrealityrecaps.com slash you now. We'll get you there. And, of course, we also back it all up to the website so you can watch it wherever you want. But make sure you check all of that out. And most importantly, as we come to the end of... Uh, recapping the Real Housewives of Orange County audio blogs. Uh, just remember, if you want to help support our shows and keep us being able to do them for you guys, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And make a donation. Even $1 a month really helps support our shows. It gives you stuff like access to a special Facebook group for patrons, special shows only for patrons, and so much more. Most importantly, it helps support our shows. Now, that being said, as you guys know, only Megan has honest to God done uh, blogs at all in like the past three weeks. That's why there hasn't been shows. But... Not a lot of them did it for this finale either, but for those of you that love an Eric Rand, you are going to get one, and we are going to wrap up the season with blogs that the ladies have done. I think we got like two more to end the season, and maybe, if you're good, I'll come back if any of them do any blogs um, at the end of the reunion, and I'll read you those two. Uh, we both know I'm going to read them to you no matter what. All right, so... That said, let's get ready for an epic finale recap blog reading from the ladies that did it of The Real Housewives of Orange County Season 10. Now, this is going to be an amazing uh, audio reading of the ladies' blogs because basically everybody has done them except for the two people who really wanted to hear from, Vicky and uh, Heather. But don't worry, I'm going on the Vicky rant. Vicky, you don't do a blog, I'm going to blow your ass out the water. So everyone better just buckle in. Like, if you are in a public place, you are going to want to, like, mute your volume when I go off on this. You'll probably be laughing. But, you know, we'll see. We're going to get there. And, of course, we also have um, a preview of the reunion. Ooh. And, um... A preview of Atlanta. Or we'll talk more about that in a little bit. All right. So let's start things off with the blog that I think will probably be the worst of these. And it's from Lizzie. And it's called A Lot of Stuff Did Nan Up. Gee, how long until we think she's going to mention Sun Kitten? I'm pretty, I mean, it's the last blog she's doing. So I would assume she's going to have to mention Sun Kitten. But okay, here we go. I wasn't going to blog this week. Oh, God. Thank you, then, on behalf of everybody that is just moved by your blogs. Lizzie, Lizzie, whatever the hell you going with this week? Uh, you could have skipped it. I'm just, well, whatever. Maybe you'll blow me away. I mean, it's your last chance, honey. It's your last chance to blow me away. All right, back to Lizzie. I was asked this morning for my blog and woke up to Megan causing drama on Twitter, quote, facts checking. Okay, so 
Uh, back to me, Eric. Okay, so far I'm liking it. So far I'm liking it. I was asked this morning for my blog. First of all, asked for your blog. It's in your damn contracts. Why is nobody asking Vicky or Heather or any of you for them all the other weeks? Why this week did you decide to do it, not the other weeks? It's a little ridiculous. A little ridic. A little donk donk. Is what I'm saying. Okay, back to Lizzie. I woke up to Megan causing drama on Twitter, fact-checking, and doing a roll call for everyone that knew of David's affair. It really rubbed me the wrong way. So I changed my mind and decided to write a blog for you all. I do have some things to say. I have incredible fans, and I appreciate them so much. They want to hear my thoughts, so that's why I'm writing one. Okay, great. Thanks for the backstory, honey. Just type. First off... I was a, quote, friend this season. I understand why now, because I'm actually a great friend. Shannon hasn't acknowledged the fact that she confided in me about the affair and says that only Vicky, Heather, and Tamra knew. That's not true, and perhaps she said that because she was only referring to the main housewives. That's fine, I understand, but for the record, I never heard a rumor about it, and if I did, I wouldn't believe it. I don't believe in rumors. Hearing Vicky tell Shannon that she was there for her when no one else was was very hurtful to me because I was there. I have been a great friend to Shannon, and anything she confides in me, I don't breathe a word about. I defended Shannon all season, and I think it's great that she has a newfound friendship with Heather and Tamara, but I was there all along, and I still am. Okay, Eric speaking, I take it all back. Hello, Lizzie, where the hell have you been all season? So if you're keeping up, um, Lizzie just kind of blew up Shannon's alibi a little bit. Not alibi, but, you know, she just kind of blew out of the water a little bit that, you know, um, someone else knew. She didn't just confide it in um, Vicky. But I do agree in a production sense standpoint why um, Shannon was saying that. Because, like... um, Like Lizzie just said, she was only a friend this season, so she might actually have had to for production reasons. But I don't want to make excuses for Shannon because Lord knows I want to rip Vicky apart later. Um, But that's just interesting. It's very interesting. All right. Back to Lizzie. I think it's beautiful that Tamara has committed herself to Christ. It was a beautiful ceremony, and I'm very happy for her. I feel really bad that this beautiful event became more about Brooks's cancer debacle. I have expressed my views on this before. I don't, quote, fact check my friends. I will believe my friends until a point that I can't anymore. Whatever is going on with Vicky and Brooks doesn't have anything to do with this beautiful baptism. If Brooks is lying about something as serious as cancer, he will have to suffer because of it. We all sin, we all suffer for our sins, no matter the magnitude. All right, Eric speaking, I'm just saying, I don't really know if that was true, but whatever you believe is cool. Um, Do I think he's lying about cancer? I will be honest, a lot of stuff doesn't add up. If he's lying, more than anything, I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for Vicky if she has been caught up in a mess of this caliber. I can't really imagine someone doing that, and I don't know why someone would do that. It's very sad. I'm friends with both Vicky and Shannon, so the feud that erupted at the baptism was upsetting to me. I can totally understand why Shannon was upset. When you confide in your friends, you trust them. And that was a low blow from Rhonda, and it seemed to come out of left field. I don't know that Shannon was openly talking about the affair this season on the show until that point. Oh, I did not know that Shannon was openly talking about the affair um, on the season up until that point. So at the time, it was said like, oh, whoa, Shannon had confided in me regarding the affair, but I never spoke about that. I feel like this season has ended on a very sad note, and I care about all the women and everyone on the cast of this show. I hope time can bring clarity and forgiveness for everyone. After all, we all live in glass houses. All right, Lizzie. Look, A, Eric speaking now, uh, I appreciate you giving a counterpoint to what Shannon's been saying, that she did not tell anyone else. Thank you. Uh, I 
do want to also interject. Um, I'm pretty sure Lizzie's just jockeying for a position on the show next year. Everyone knows that Vicky runs the show. She's the original housewife. Her son created the Housewives franchise. Therefore, you wouldn't want to get on Vicky's bad side, which is why nobody ever does, unless you can get an entire cast to do it. Then you're kind of tying Bravo's hands in the same way that Atlanta did to Nini. Oh, I know. She left on her own. Wink, wink. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, they got to spin it. It's cool. Okay. So, in the same exact way that we saw, um, what's her face? Gretchen defending Vicky on Watch What Happens Live. And we're going to talk about that in the Vicky segment. But in the same way that we saw um, Vicky tweeting out that she's having lunch with um, what's her face from season one and two, the one that Tamara threw the wine in her face. I forget her name. Whatever. My point is, those women hated Vicky. Lizzie's not really friends with Vicky, but it's all things that they want to do because they're going to hope that they can get back on the show. They got nothing to lose. Either Bravo keeps Vicky or they get rid of Vicky. And um, are they going to put one of the other people back in with Vicky or could we go with one of the old people? So that's probably why I think the old people are kissing Vicky's ass and acting like they love her right now when the rest of the cast is going against her. It's so transparent, if you understand the way that TV and production works. But whatever, let me know what you think in the comment section below because we're going to move on to our next blog. <laughs> And this is when you really just want to buckle up because from here on out, we're giving you boom, Megan, boom, Shannon. And we are going to end with boom, Tamara. Well, we're going to really end with my boom destroying of Vicky's whole entire thing and a preview for the finale. So whatever. My point is, it's all getting good now. Okay. Um, Megan's blog is called Vicky's Blinded by Her Relationship with Brooks. I can't believe the season's over already. Part of me is going to miss watching with you every week, but the other part of me is definitely sighing a huge sigh of relief. I have so many thoughts on this episode. Where do I even begin? I guess I'll start on a good note. How beautiful was Tamara's baptism? I'm so happy for her, and it's so nice to see her genuinely at a happy place in her life. I'm glad that the girls and I being there were able to support her in what she was going through. It's just too bad that the night didn't end as well as it started. It was kind of interesting that Vicky did her best to avoid the girls and me all night. I tried to include her, and I thought I was being really nice. But she made things awkward and got nervous and ran away. I feel bad that we couldn't go one night without any drama and that Tamara was dragged into it on her special night. Vicky has some nerve being so offended by Shannon. Vicky didn't seem to care that her brother and Rhonda ganged up on Shannon about her marriage, yet Vicky claims Shannon's being the bad friend? How and why did Shannon's marriage even get involved in this? Why does Vicky think Shannon got what she deserved? What is she even talking about? There are just so many confusing, unwanted, and unanswered questions. And how ironic that Vicky asked Rhonda how Shannon's marriage got involved in this when I'm still wondering the same thing. How did my marriage get involved when I was asking Vicky about Brooks at a sex party? (laughs) Well, maybe that's how. Pot, meat, kettle. And then there's Vicky comparing herself to Jesus. What? She's going to go as far as to compare herself to Jesus being nailed on the cross, yet she's the one sharing a bed with a partner who's supposedly going through cancer treatments, and we all know that she knows what has been going on this whole time. Are they lying about cancer for sympathy? Who knows? Eric speaking, I do. Stay tuned for the end. Then, Vicky has the nerve to call her own daughter a shit stirrer. <laughs> well, she didn't care about sleeping with the guy who told um, her husband to beat her. So, you know, shit stirrer is not that far off. <laughs> Back to Megan. Who does that? Vicky is obviously blinded by her relationship with Brooks and is caught up in keeping up with the far-fetched stories that they told. I can't wait until we get some answers out of her. Next up, 
get ready for the reunion. Hopefully, the reunion will bring the answers we're all looking for. It so will. But I'll give you some of them now first. Well, you know, at the end. Because thus concludes the Bravo Blog of Megan. But let me know what you think in the comment section below about what Megan has said. I loved it. Short and sweet. Because trust me, I know Tamron Shannon's are going to go on for forever. I just I know it. <laughs> um, so... I I like it. She doesn't have anything to prove. She doesn't really need to prove anything. She knows everything's about to come out in the reunion. Um, So I'm kind of glad that she just kept that short and sweet. But let me know what you think in the comments section below as we move over to the next blog from Shannon. And once again, I just want to apologize to Shannon, girl. I did not like you in the beginning of this season. I was not really a fan of you last season, if we're going to be completely honest. You have won me over. I think you are the comedic voice of the season. I think you're the honest voice of the season. I want to see you crown the queen of the OC. Girlfriend, I think you should be running the show. Because I am a Shannon Bador fan. Give me nine lemons in a bowl and I will. I don't know what I'll do. I still don't understand feng shui because I went to school for interior design. And it's all bullshit. But whatever. I'm just saying. Let's find out what Shannon has to say with her vlog called Vicky was just being cruel. And of course, I know I didn't throw in the other intro uh, into this show, but uh, just so you guys know, I read these live with you. I don't like read them ahead of time. So I apologize if I'm stumbling over some parts and I don't edit it. I don't have time. We do five shows a week now. All right. So here's what uh, Shannon has to say. I'm just skimming and I see, oh boy, it's long. Okay, here we go. It's going to be good. I can feel it. This was quite a finale outrageous at times. I'm very proud of Tamara's decision to get baptized. Tamara and I went through our own horrendous experiences last year, and we both found our way to the Lord to help navigate us through. We both have come out stronger than ever, and I feel a special connection with her. Tamara's speech was incredible. She has an amazing heart. I haven't seen Vicky since our lunch, and I was not excited about it because I didn't know what to expect. In her interview, Vicky says that the one friend that hurts her the most is me. Why? For 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 being oh for being the only one who has yet to question her about Brooke's illness? I have been there for Vicky, and I've only told her at our lunch if she really wanted to stop the talk, she should have Brooks produce a medical record. Nothing that you haven't heard from anybody else, except I stopped there. Others kept going. Vicky says, how dare she do this to me? How dare I do what? Give her advice on how to stop the rumors so that she won't have the nervous breakdown she keeps talking about? Yes, Vicky, how dare I be such a good friend? I was quite surprised to hear Terry Dubrow say that he never sent a colleague over to Vicky's home to administer an IV after Brooks had his chemo treatment in October. I called Vicky to see how Brooks was feeling after his chemo treatment, and she told me this story, and then to hear that Brianna was told the same story as something else. She and I have never had a conversation, and when Heather asks Vicky about it, she responds that she may have been out of town. No, she wasn't. I would like to be very clear about this point. Vicky thought she was the only person to know about David's affair at the baptism. She did not know, I told Tamara and Heather, days before. Okay, so Eric speaking. She, so she's saying, I want to be very clear, uh, Vicky thought she was the only person to know. So she's not saying she didn't also tell uh, Lizzie, Lizzie. Uh, but I think I think I know the way production works I have a feeling they don't want it to be confusing for the viewers so they probably told her uh, I guess that Lizzie's not a main housewife don't interject that in just keep it about the main housewives to make the story uh, less confusing because that's just the way production goes but you can believe me or not um 
but I would if I were you. Okay. <laughs> All right, back to Shannon. Vicky thought she was the only person to know about David's affair at the baptism. She did not know. I told Tamara and Heather days before. She only found out I confided in Tamara and Heather days after the baptism. Vicky betrayed my trust, period. On the beach in Tahiti, Vicky said I would never betray you. Well, she did. I talked about the affair on the show as we were filming, and I understood that everyone was about to hear our story as soon as the show started. Look, I get it. But at this point, David and I had kept everything to ourselves. We knew the quote reveal was coming and when the show aired months later. So we were slowly preparing ourselves emotionally for what was to come. We certainly didn't expect for it to be discussed at a baptism party. Megan hit the nail on the head when she said Vicky was deflecting. And that is the word she used multiple times as she pulls away at the baptism. Deflection. She clearly thinks she has the perf- she clearly thinks she has perfected that action after 10 seasons on the show. Vicky was concerned she would be confronted at the baptism with more speculation about Brooks and instructed Rhonda to bring up the affair to deflect, a person that I've only met once in my life. I appreciate Tamara and Heather for defending me. Tamara knows how much I've supported Vicky and Brooks even prior to filming. Heather points out that other people have supported me. Vicky was just being cruel. And then to insinuate that Heather and Megan and I are the devil? It's appalling. It's shocking to hear Vicky say, let's just say he's faking cancer. What would that even have to do with me? I don't even understand why we're talking about it. Are you serious? Why are we talking about it, Vicky? Because you've brought us all into this story and have accused me of being a disloyal friend as a result. The fact that she even made this statement is alarming. It's been a very emotional season for me. Most of my relationships have drastically changed. The most important transformation, though, has been that of my marriage. I'm so happy to see David and I smile in this episode because we do a lot of that together. Through forgiveness, effort, and commitment, my marriage is the best place, it's it's in the best place it's been in 15 years that we've been married. Our children flourish and our family is stronger than ever. I have formed a deep friendship with Tamara and Heather that I didn't even think was possible. Megan and I are moving forward and I think we're beginning to understand each other. My friendship with Vicky has fully deconstructed. And I don't have much hope that it can be repaired. I have God, my husband, my family, and my friends, and even the show to thank for the amazing place I'm at today. I'm so blessed and incredibly grateful. I hope to blog after the reunion shows because it was wild to be part of, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Until then, XOXO, Shannon. (laughs) It was good. It was good. I told you Shannon's was going to be good. I mean, she didn't really give us any real revelations. Everybody just keeps kind of telling us, wait for the reunion, wait for the reunion. And like I said, I got a spoiler of that coming up. So you guys let me know in the comment section below what you think about what Shannon said. Of course, the comment section below, if you're listening on our website, you can always tweet me it too at reality recaps if that's easier. Um, But I want to go head over to Tamara so we can wrap up the blogs and then I got all the Vicky dirt for you. Okay, so that's concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon. Now, Tamara's blog is called The Truth Always Comes Out, but trust me, you are not going to be prepared for how it ends. This is the only one that I read ahead of time because I was, she was the only one that didn't weigh in uh, on Twitter during the finale, and I was dying to know what she had to say, um, so I had to read this one ahead of time. Okay, so here we go. It's really good. I'm so excited to share yet another amazing moment of my life. 
The eight years that I've been on the Real Housewives of the OC, I've had my ups and downs, and you guys have been there to see me through most of them. Getting baptized was something I didn't think would ever happen on the Real Housewives of the OC. When I was talking to Katie about going to church and wanting to be baptized, I had no intentions of doing it on camera. Okay, girl, I love you, but I don't know if I think that's true. Um, It was something that I kept very private and shared with very few people. Katie was very open about Christianity, and I found it easy to talk to her about my new relationship with the Lord. I would have never been able to open up about any of that with the other girls. Not that they wouldn't have been supportive, but personally, I wouldn't have felt comfortable bringing it up at the time. After meeting several times with Pastor Mike and talking to him about getting baptized, he recommended that I show everyone in hopes to inspire them. Oh, really? Is that why Pastor Mike was really insistent to get in the middle of that fight? Like, I thought that was a little bit weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it, Catholic Church. Viral marketing all the way. You are smart to try and suck in the house-sized people. But let me just let you know, Catholic Church, if you're trying to bring a Bravo fan base into the church, there are going to be people... Oh, there are going to be some fights in the pews. You think people are going to be quiet while the priest is reading the Bible? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. People are going to be watching the reunion on their cell phones in the pews. And I know my church, they don't have that. Like, you got to be quiet. If you are not quiet, the priest will cut a bitch. All right. I mean, I don't think he'll put it that way. But you get what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is look. Pastor Mike, if you're trying to bring in a Bravo audience to get more Catholics on board, just know what you're in for. Just that's all I'm saying. Know what you're in for. Okay. It's going to be a fight in your church. I'm telling you, you get ready. Uh, <laughs> okay. I am not saying that I am perfect, obviously. I mean, I am saying I, Eric, am perfect, but back to Shannon. Uh, I am not saying that I'm perfect or even close to now, but I feel that I have the strength within me and the comfort in my heart that my journey still continues and I'm learning new things every day. I want to say thank you to Pastor Mike a.k.a. Pasture Mike from uh, the Mission Viejo Christian Church. You're an amazing man. You have not only helped me out, but so many others out there searching. Having all my friends there was a beautiful experience, and I want to thank every one of you for your support. They were not able to show my whole speech, so I wanted to share it all with you now. Here we go. Oh, boy. Okay, I guess I'm going to now read you um, Tamara's baptism speech. This should be good. Here we go. Everybody has a story about how they came to Christ, and I want to share a little bit of mine. As most of you know, last year was the hardest year of my life. One day, this sweet, beautiful woman named Maureen walked into Cut Fitness and asked me, I know you're hurting and I'm praying for you. Would you like to go to church with me? I didn't think twice. I just said, yes, please. At this point, I'll try anything. And that is when everything changed for me. That first Sunday at church, I held back the tears and I knew God was talking to me. I wanted to go back and I did. I started feeling God's presence and thinking about what would God do? It's what would Jesus do, Tamara? Anyway, when dealing, when dealing with day-to-day decisions, I was getting softer as a person. I was feeling emotions I had never felt before, and I was even reading the Bible. Suddenly, I got scared and thought, OMG, I'm a Jesus freak. What are my friends and family going to think? So I kept my feelings to myself. But after a while, I realized I was feeling something that I had always needed in my life. I believe that everything happens for a reason. If I didn't go through that bad time, I would not get to be here right now accepting Jesus into my life. So to that person who put me through the pain, I thank you. I forgive you. And I pray for you. Today I'm getting baptized because I accept Jesus as my Savior. I admit that I have sinned and I'm asking for forgiveness. I know God has a plan for me, and I can't freaking wait to see what it is. 
I am not perfect, and I know I will mess up from time to time, but I'm happy to say that that was my once. My mess has come my message. And then thus concludes the speech of Tamara. I liked it. I thought it was very good. I am glad that you have found peace, Tamara. I'm thinking you like, I'm going to get, um, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say you like 80% found peace, 25% thought it was a good storyline. Like you can't say it was no storyline. I don't believe it. I'm, I'm going to give you 80%. That is a lot. That is a good amount, Tamara. Look, I love you. I am team Tamara. Get ready. I'm coming on board. But I just can't, like, be all Tamara. You know what I'm saying? All right. Here we go. Let's let's get to the shocking ending of this blog. Okay. Now let's move on to Satan's work, as Vicky put it. I was happy that Vicky showed up, but a little disappointed she wanted to run out the door and wouldn't really socialize with anyone. As you witnessed, Meg had even tried to bring Vicky into the group conversation. All the ladies told me they had no intention of bringing up Brooks. Everyone was over it. It was Billy, Vicky's brother, that brought up Brooks. Then it became a topic of conversation, and it got ugly fast. I can't help but think that Vicky put her brother and his girlfriend up to it so that they could fight her battles for her. Kind of like what she did to me by showing me the CT scan. When Rhonda brought up David's affair, that was a low blow. Clearly, she heard it from Vicky and knew it would get Shannon upset. All season, we were listening to Vicky claiming that Shannon was not a good friend, which none of us could understand. Shannon was the last one to think that Brooks was lying and never really said anything more than, why didn't he go to my doctor? And why did you show her this scan? And which, and those are normal questions, right? Vicky claims that she's most hurt by Shannon because she was closest to Shannon. Hmm. So then, Vicky, why did you choose me to look at Brooks's scan? Oh, that's right, because Tamara's closest to me. Her words. Which one is it, Vicky? Which one is it? I'm starting to think that Vicky just says what's good in the moment about who she's talking to. So many contradictions. So, let's get one thing straight. All season long, Vicky knew about David's affair because Shannon confirmed it to her. The rest of the ladies heard the rumors, but no one knew for sure. It wasn't until right before my baptism that Shannon told Heather and me. So, I found it weird that Vicky said she told Rhonda because Shannon was telling people. That's simply not true. All right, Eric speaking. I'm going to defend Vicky here. Everyone, keep in mind, Vicky fans, that I'm actually defending Vicky right here for what's about to come next. But I will say, uh, it doesn't matter. I am sure, look, I'm sure Vicky gossiped with her brother because it's your brother and you can find your family. But it doesn't matter if Shannon told one person or no persons or if she just mentioned to Vicky, hey, I'm talking about a fair in my one on ones. Vicky knew it was going to come out as a storyline. So it doesn't matter that she said it to her brother in the morning. If they wanted to use it, they'd use it. She didn't really tell it to anybody in the party. Now, do I think that Vicky told them to use it? Yeah, I think she did. But I'm just saying, if you were going to make that's not really a valid argument point, Tamara, or Shannon, I'm saying. Obviously, she knew it was coming out. It doesn't matter who you told. Okay, back to Tamara. Um, uh, this is simply not true. I didn't tell Vicky. Oh, wait, let me back up a little. So I found it weird that Vicky said she told Rhonda because Shannon was telling people. That's simply not true. I didn't tell Vicky that I knew until after the night of my baptism when she called to talk about what happened. By the time my baptism uh, was over, or by the time my baptism was starting, no one cared if Brooks was lying about cancer or not. What was on everyone's mind was, 
if Brooks is lying, then Vicky knows, and our friend Vicky is lying to us. It wasn't about Brooks anymore. It was about Vicky. Now, I have mixed feelings about this. I have not I have not kept it a secret that I did not like Brooks. He's been caught in so many lies and I never trusted him. Most of her own family doesn't trust him. One thing that I have is a good intuition and I can read people like a book. Just ask my husband or Heather. Okay, P.S. Um, Tamara. Because I'm going to love you. Saying, just ask my friend. Just ask this person. Just ask, that's not a, that's a horrible argument. Just, again, that's not a good point when you're trying to make an argument. You want to be able to stand on what you say. Just, I'm just saying. And I know you know. I'm just saying. I just wish you would have left that sentence out. The more you try and expose someone for their lies, the more you look bad. Take note, Megan. So, I told Vicky that I would accept the fact that they were together. And if she was happy... I was happy for her, so I gave up that fight. But what really upsets me is that Vicky made it her job the past three years to try and make me out to be the bad guy because I didn't trust Brooks. She warned every new housewife to watch out for me and that I was a backstabber and I was a bad friend. After being warned by, after being warned, the ladies would ask me why I didn't like Brooks and I would simply say, I think there's someone better for her. I'm not a backstabber, and I always look out for my friends. In the past, if I knew you were lying or fake, I would expose you like a bad pair of shoes. Nowadays, I've learned that the truth always comes out, and it's not my job to prove it. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not a backstabber or a bad friend. Vicky, you are. There is nothing worse than covering for a man that's lying about something as serious as cancer, and especially to the extent it was taken to. I know you guys didn't hear all the inconsistencies in the stories we heard, but you did get to hear this doozy. Brooks was so sick after chemo that Vicky called Terry Debro, and he sent over a doctor to administer an IV. Quote, She told that to Brianna and to Shannon back in October before we even started filming. So does that mean that Vicky knew Brooks was lying about having cancer before we even started filming? Are they both in on it? You'll have to wait into the three-part reunion for answers. No, you won't. I think the worst part is Vicky tossed her own daughter under the bus and called her a shit stirrer for a lie Vicky clearly told. All year I was there to support Vicky, even though I thought in the back of my mind something didn't add up. I consistently called and texted her and checked up on her, even following the filming of the reunion a few weeks ago. But after everything that's happened... And hearing what Vicky said on Watch What Happens Live Monday night, that, quote, none of us were there for her for a second time, I've decided to cut Vicky from my life. I just can't do this anymore. It's emotionally exhausting, and I don't trust her. All I wanted was to be there for her, and everyone in my life warned me, even my husband, that Vicky is out for one person, and that one person only, and their name is Vicky Gunvalson. I wish her a blessed life. I just don't choose her to have her in mine right now. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Tamra. So, okay. Here is what we learned. And let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. So we have learned she has cut Vicky out of her life until next season. I mean, I get it, Tamra. I appreciate your dramatics there. We all know that's not happening. Whatever. You have like, you two have done that for forever. Makes the good storyline. I hear you. Okay, so... It's still very interesting for you to say. I love the insinuation uh, about Vicky knowing about this before the season started. So look, 
All that being said, thus concludes the Bravo blog of Tamra. Now, like I said, Heather didn't do a blog and neither did Vicky. So now I am going to give you guys my thoughts on the whole entire Vicky debacle. Buckle up. It's going to be an Eric rant of epic proportions. And then we're going to end the whole entire thing with um, some finale previews. Um, and I can even give you a preview of uh, Atlanta 2 if you'd like. But first, here is what I think about the whole Vicky scenario. Okay, everybody, look, here's here's the deal. Vicky's lying. And again, it goes back to the whole uh, way production works. For those of you that don't know or who missed it, I promise you it's a fact. Look, I don't lie. You're just going to have to believe me. You can go read on the internet if you uh, want to listen to the video of it. This whole entire story dates back to last season when Andy had Vicky on Watch What Happens Live and was very clear to her that he was angry that she did not film at all with Brooks last season. And he flat out said to her, if you do not film with Brooks you're not going to be on next season or you will be on as a friend. So Vicky went to Brooks and pretty much, I would guess, said, you have to film with me. And Brooks was like, I don't want to film with you because everybody hates me. And she was like, well, look, um, maybe we should make up a cancer story. Now, I, and again, I'm just guessing here. This is what I'm going to guess happened. Well, I'll let you know when it's facts. So, <laughs> so, um, pretty much Vicky's son and Vicky created the Real Housewives. They understand a storyline. They understand a plot line. And look, I don't, I would say it's not like they were really lying. Brooks did have cancer. I just kind of think that uh, they wanted to use the storyline exactly for the reason Megan said. To get sympathy from the viewers for Brooks so that, A, he could come back on and maybe feel more comfortable. The ladies would love him. Maybe it would be like a conclusion to the Brooks storyline. Um, and maybe it would make her family like her more. Somewhere along the line, I think it got blown out of proportion. Maybe Big Brother, Big Brother, maybe Bravo production brought on Megan just to expose it. We'll never know. But... What we do know for a fact is Andy told Vicky, you have to film with Brooks or you will not be on next season. And thus, we had the cancer storyline being born. Now, as we have heard several of the ladies say, uh, Vicky's been lying about it. That's a fact since before the season even started airing. So if you want to say that her, which we know, uh, she has told Brianna and Shannon for a fact, again, before they even started filming about this fake IV line of IV lie, then um, it's safe to assume Vicky knew the entire time. And it was a storyline that was exposed by Megan and that blew up in her face. Well, up in Vicky's face. Um, and then there's all the other lies that Vicky has told during this season. And, and that's the thing that gets me so mad. Like, don't use religion, Vicky. Don't use, I'm Jesus, I'm being nailed to the cross, and Satan loves confusion. No, Vicky, you love confusion. You're the one lying. You're the one that's been caught in several lies this season. Because you're trying to confuse people. I know I just said big brother because this is a very big brother type of a situation that we are in right now. Vicky is trying to control us, the viewers, what we're thinking, the other ladies. She's being very manipulative about it all. And look, in life on Big Brother, in The Real Housewives, anywhere, when somebody is trying so hard to convince you of something, it's usually a lie. And Vicky's getting caught in all these lies, and she's just deflecting it anywhere that she can go to just try and make it go away or die and end. And Vicky is not used 
to not being in control. Now, look, here's the thing. So many people are, but Eric, they went to a doctor. No, they didn't. I mean, they did, but it's 2015. And they went to a doctor with test results, okay? They went to a doctor with test results that they printed at home. It's 2015. You know how easy it is to change a date or diagnosis? Number one. Number two, I don't know any doctor that would start doing tests based on some paperwork you brought home and printed off. Now, granted, the doctor did say that he had a mass in his stomach, probably because he's so full of shit. He, the doctor, never said Brooks had cancer. So I'd like to point that out. That is a fact, though. He went to a doctor. He had some treatment done. Fact, fact. We don't actually know what the paperwork says. Fact. What we do know for a fact is that Vicky has been caught several times lying and trying to get people to manipulate storylines on camera to make the storyline of Brooks having cancer just die. So I'll let you make the decision if you think she did it or if you think she uh, did do it or she did know or she didn't know all along. I suspect you will have a maybe more stronger feeling about it um, in a minute. So actually, I'll give you my final thoughts after we listen to this preview from the finale. So let's uh, see what we have to look forward to on the finale Monday. Take it away, brother, ladies. The Real Housewives of Orange County reunion starts now. I don't know what to expect, but I'm just going to go out there and just be myself, I guess. You predicted that Megan and Jim's marriage wouldn't last five years. There's so much that's going to come out tonight. What did happen to you, Rush? Oh, something I've never talked about. Do I like confrontation with people? No, but bring it. For her to announce in the middle of a baptism, for God's sakes, it's all okay, Vicky. No remorse from you. I'm curious to see what's gonna happen with Vicky. He's not sick. We're all agreeing on this. The only question to me is, when did you find out? I don't lie about anything. I'll give you a couple lies. Vicky, you admitted that you fabricated the story. What else? We have fabricated? Um, I knew he was a piece of on the day you started yeah. dating him. But now is your time to say, you lied to me. Don't Just have gross. any proof that he's not okay. faking cancer, and I don't have proof he is. I do. What do you think Brianna's motivation would be to lie about you? Manipulation. Oh, you. Leanne's dead. And here you are trying to say he has cancer. Stop! I am not gonna say something that's not true. I got an email from Alexis. Jesus, Jugs. Shucker. Did David ever tell you why he had an affair? I was nagging and complaining. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. You fix it or you leave. You don't cheat. Five. Four. Am I crazy? Did I hear that? Did she just say that? Three. So you lied. I didn't lie on purpose. You lied on accident. Two. Fess up. Fess up. Fess up indeed, Vicky. Look, everybody, here's the deal. I'm sorry. I'm team Vicky's full of shit. I don't believe it. And I don't believe it because I understand television. I understand production. I have a degree in it. I know the way these things work. It's called ratings. It's called desperation to be on a show. What wouldn't you lie about for a million dollars an episode? Uh, for that aspect, I don't um, fault Vicky. Somebody could come along right now and be like, Eric, I'll give you $20,000 to come on and lie about having cancer. I'd be like, <coughs> my cancer hurts because we need money. Become a patron. Yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron.com. Links in the sidebar on our website. Right with you where you're listening to this. Right over there. Make a PayPal donation, whatever you want. I don't care. Okay, no, seriously. Seriously. Uh, seriously, we do need it. But seriously, look. Here's the flip side and the complete contradiction to what I'm saying. Vicky, that's me who would do that. Me struggling 
trying to um, pay bills, to run a website, to start a business, struggling new person in this world who's been doing it for so many years. You are financially established. You have clients. You could not make another dime ever right now and continue to live in your hotel and be great. So the fact that you would lie knowingly about this story that Brooke has cancer in, I'm sorry, the only reason that makes sense is to get sympathy from viewers is disgusting, Vicky. It's horrible. It might mean you should check yourself into a mental hospital. I mean, what level of crazy do you have to be to go along with a fake cancer story for sympathy? Like, you could have done just so much else, but I get it. You, again, you wanted to be on camera. You wanted your money for the show. I get it, but that's what you came up with? Or, or you know what? I'll even give her the benefit of the doubt. I'll even give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she thought, look, he had cancer. It wasn't really a lie. We want to talk about a positive thing, and maybe this will help people out, and we're just fudging the truth a little bit, like he didn't have cancer. He doesn't have cancer now, but he had it, so let's try and help and inspire people. Maybe that's the reason why. I doubt it. But maybe that's the reason why. Because, Vicky, you could have come out at any point and told the truth. Everybody would forgive you. I'd forgive you. You just have to own it. But your constant lying and hypocritical attitude and holier than thou and playing the victim, it's just so annoying when it's clear to most people that understand facts, you're lying. You got caught and you're desperately trying to get out of it. Hopefully that reunion proved you're going to come clean. I kind of have a feeling that the agreement you made with Brooks, I would guess, is that you are going to come clean and you're going to blame it all on him. And that's why you two have broken up. I don't know how much money that cost um, to let him take the fall, but maybe I'll be surprised. Um, It just would have, I mean, I guess you can't. I'm sure your hands are tied. I'm sure Bravo, allegedly, I would guess, I don't know this for a fact, probably wouldn't let you come out and say it was a storyline. So you needed some way to end it. um, And Brooks took the fall. But I, you know, I'm hoping that Vicky will admit she knew all along. Because she knew all along. Or she at least knew halfway along. But you know what she knew in October before filming started? She knew that she was making up lies back then. So she knew the whole time they were filming. Anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. I know I didn't go so crazy rage over that. I have talked about this so many times. I've lost my mind on our other live shows that we've done (laughs) about this. Where you can see me react to it uh, in video form. I actually think it it was at the end of the Scream Queen show uh, that we did on Tuesday. So if you go look at the first Scream Queen show we have posted on the website or YouTube, uh, go to the last 15 minutes and you can watch me on camera lose my mind to Vicky uh, (laughs) lying about cancer because it was right after the episode aired. All right. Now, that being said... I want to ask you guys, you let me know in the comment section below or tweet me on Twitter. Do you want us to cover, do you want me to read audio blogs for Real Housewives of Atlanta as well? Um, Doing five shows a week already right now, it's really hard for me to do these podcasts, especially when the ladies don't do them. It takes me hours of time to record this and edit it and graphics and post. So um, I want to know if it's something you guys want me to do. If enough of you tweet me that you want me to do it or mention it on um, the comment section below, I will 100% do it. If you want to incentivize me to do it, you should become a patron. (laughs) Because that will help uh, too. So if you need a little nudge, here's the preview for Real Housewives Atlanta. And then I'm going to come back at the end and wrap it all up for you. But first, here's what we have to look forward to this season of Atlanta. And I have to say Atlanta is one of my favorite seasons. It's going to be really Good. Let's listen. This season on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Hello, ladies! Hello! 
Hollywood royalty right here, girl. Everybody knows Tootie. Honey, if we weren't born to you, weren't famous to me because I didn't even know who you were. Your husband can't be your best friend. Well, my husband's in prison, so. I want a baby. All I need is sperm to get up inside of me. Mm-hmm. He's legal, right? He has a new air guitar. Are we gonna get a nanny? Mama Joyce. Uh-huh. That's for your first FaceTime with your new boo. I spoke to Apollo. He said they don't answer the phone. She told me that she talks to him every day. The kids talk to him every day. Apollo has hurt this entire family. He said he wanted a divorce, so I'm gonna give him one. Thirsty women. I'm just gonna date like a man. This is the homicidal honey. So now I can turn on my crazy. <laughs> Check, please. Look like the cat drug in. She that's Bitch, you ain't got no reason not to like me. Kenya wanted to stir the pot again. She seems devious. Uh-huh. Peter does not have my attention right now. Peter. Somebody had him on videotape all up on the girls. Oh. You should have walked away. Often, I don't need to talk to you. You cannot be okay with that. We have a problem. I can't stop what I'm doing. I've lost myself. I know I caused you a lot of pain. You cannot imagine. I don't trust you. I want our relationship to be what it used to be. If you didn't do anything wrong, then you don't need to be upset about it. What I'm upset with is your bullshit. You're a fake. People call you stupid, but I know you're actually not that damn dumb. I'm really trying not to throw my drink on her. Are we grown-ass women talking like this? Didn't I tell you this was a wild bunch, girl? Ooh, so it ended where um, it looks like Cynthia is on the floor. Like, there was a big fight, and, like, Cynthia's just passed out on the floor. Oh, oh my God, so much stuff. Um, Candy is pregnant. Uh, Phaedra's trying to get her friendship back with her. Um, Oh, my God, everybody. Kenya is fighting with everybody again. There is a no nini thrilled. Tootie, Tootie, Tootie is on the show this season. It is going to be so good. So, like I said, you guys let me know uh, if that's a show that you guys want me to cover as audio blogs. Of course, like I said, we also do uh, the Bravo show on Monday nights. Well, John and Glammy do it live on video over on You Now, and it's backed up on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo, so you can watch it uh, either live or uh, after the fact on our website. And while you're there, make sure, like I said, you guys check out everything. We cover so many shows from Housewives to Big Brother to Survivor to Logo Shows, Drag race the canadian versions of shows um like amazing race uh bachelor bachelorette just way too many to list everything is over on our website for you all to check out of course i've said it a few times uh this show because it's the thing that's going to keep reality recaps going without it we are uh not going to be able to keep doing all the content that we're doing so if you're not consider becoming a patron yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n even donating one dollar a month really helps us out uh for all of this content that we are providing you all for free and guess what look patrons get access to special facebook groups special patron only shows swag giveaways you guys get to ask questions when we interview people there's a lot of benefits for our patrons or if you just want to make a one-time donation you can use the paypal link uh the picture it's in the sidebar if you're listening to this on our website it's right there in the sidebar it says make a paypal donation click it you can do a one-time one anything really helps us out and of course like i've also said monday nights bravo shows tuesday nights scream queens and american horror story wednesday night survivor shows thursday night big brother people now we're doing them in couples we've already interviewed the entire cast alone now we're starting on interviewing people in pairs and couples and then friday nights is our fan shows where we talk all things reality tv i bring on callers live on video so much fun all of those shows are at 7 p.m eastern 
Eastern over on our YouNow channel, yourrealityrecaps.com slash YouNow, or we archive them on the website and YouTube after the fact. And we love when you guys listen to and watch stuff on our website, just, you know, because there's ads around. And if you're interested in any of those ads, check them out. That helps us too, as does sharing our shows on social media, commenting, liking, and just sharing love with your friends. Leave us some nice reviews on iTunes and subscribe on YouTube. All of that's amazing. Of course, you can interact with me anytime you want on Twitter at Reality Recaps or use the contact me form on the website if you want to send me an email. So hopefully this won't be our last Bravo audio blog and you guys will let me know you want more or you'll become a patron to let me know. And I will see you guys on our next live show. Love you guys so much. Looking forward to all the drama of the reunion. And of course, yes, I will be back. Um, if the ladies blog at the end of the reunion, I will do one more um, Real Housewives of Orange County podcast and wrap up the whole season after the uh, reunion is over. Because I love you guys. Comment below and let me know what you think about everything. Love you all so much. Bye, everybody. Bye.